host Mel, and you're listening to My Rough Draft Podcast, where we talk about embracing our current seasons of faith, work, and wholeness. As a part of the Rough Draft Collective, we are committed to the holistic growth of millennial men and women, and each week we'll discuss how to redefine history with our everyday stories. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome back to My Rough Draft Podcast. It's your girl Mel. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. I just want to say that I love y'all. Y'all have been super supportive recently, just letting me know how the podcast is impacting you, um, holding me accountable when I don't put out an episode. And so I just want to first say thank you for the support. Um, This podcast is not ending. I actually have a lot planned for this podcast and I will be sharing that in the later episodes, but just wanted to quickly say and shout y'all out and say thank you. Um, Today, I wanted to talk about what it means to make your nine to five work for your business. I think a lot of times those of us who work a nine to five and by nine to five, I mean a regular, um, I don't want to say regular, but a career or maybe you work in corporate America. And for most of us, let's be honest, it's not a nine to five. It's usually a 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. At least that's how (laughs) my um, nine to five works. Sometimes, you know, it's kind of around the clock work. For those who don't know, I work in health healthcare as a project manager. And so I'm constantly managing all of the demands that come with that job. It's a very demanding job, although I really like it. So I have those demands. And then I also, um, you know, have my business. I'm also writing. I'm also doing the podcast. I also have my client client work that I have to do. And so how do you manage kind of all of these competing responsibilities, right? I enjoy being able to have my career and my business. I think that I am in a season and fortunate enough to enjoy both. And I think that you can can excel in both your career and your um, side business. And I think, like, like I said, I think that you can do both. But, you know, I understand the frustration sometimes that comes with wanting to work more on your business, but you feel like you can't because of the demands of your corporate job. And so I wanted to talk through what it means to make your nine to five work for your business, what it means to actually be successful in your business when you feel like you don't have the time because of your corporate job. And I'm going to be real with y'all. I am not editing this podcast because guess what? I work a nine to five and I do not have time to record, edit, and do all the things that needs to be done. So perfect. I mean, done is better than perfect. So listen, y'all gonna get this raw episode today. (laughs) I do have my notes, but I'm just gonna forewarn y'all, okay? If I say a lot of ums or a lot of breathing, listen, we ain't got time. I'm trying to get this information to you so that we can all um, be great in both our careers and our businesses and move forward with our week. So let's get started. Okay, so the first thing that I kind of want to tackle is the obvious, which is time management, right? So we only have 24 hours in a day and I am not in the business of no sleep, hustle until you can't hustle until you don't need to no more. I'm not in the business of that. I like my sleep. I just took this whole weekend to sleep and to rest. And so I believe in sleeping and resting and doing what we can do in our strength and allowing God to do the rest. So I am not, I have recently come out of that kind of hustle culture where you're just constantly working. I don't believe in that. So this is my perspective. Um, from taking uh, the the perspective of knowing the importance of rest, if that makes sense. Again, I'm not editing this, y'all. <laughs> but, you know, um, 
I think it's important to rest. And so when it comes to time management, time management does not always mean, um, you know, blocking out five hours a day for your business when that means you're probably only going to have four hours of sleep. Right. I'm not in the business of doing that. So what I always these are usually the two questions that I ask my clients when they feel like they do not have the time to work on their business. And, and usually where this comes into play is usually in the mornings. So people will often wake up and they're frustrated because now they have to go to this nine to five job when they really would want to wake up and work on their business or work on their passion. Right. So you wake up and you scroll, start scrolling on social media and you start seeing people pushing out content for their business. And you're like, man, I don't even have time to put anything out because I have to go to this job. Right. And so I get that frustration. I live that frustration. OK, so here's the thing. The number one question that I always ask people is how do you dedicate time to your passion or your side business in the morning? And the morning is super important because as we most of us know, um, setting aside times in your morning or your morning routine is how you set the tone for your day. And so when you are rushed in the morning, when you're waking up and you're just rushing to your next meeting, it's really hard to be um, content, right? Because now you've had to kind of rush into the responsibilities of your day and you weren't able to make your passions a priority, right? And so I always tell my clients and, and people that I work with, you know, set aside time in the morning to work on your passion or your side business. Some days you can allot 15 minutes. Some days you can allot two hours. It just depends on how early you're willing to wake up. But I know for me personally, I will usually get up, you know, maybe at six o'clock in the morning, I'll have my time with the Lord. And then after that, you know, I may do some writing for the business or I may check a few emails or I may plan out some content again, even if it's only 15 minutes and I only have time to write out an Instagram caption, you know, at least I did that much before I start working in my corporate job. Right. And so how can you block out time every single morning? Again, sometimes you only have 10 minutes. Sometimes you you'll be able to wake up early and get a lot of work done before your corporate job and those requirements. And so how can you block out that time each morning and, and make that a priority? Because once you've set that tone for the morning of prioritizing your, your of course, relationship with God, but then also your passion or your business, then it's easier to, for then to you to go into those responsibilities because you would have already taken that time in the morning to kind of prioritize, you know, what you really care about, you know? And so, um, yeah, I would just say, you know, use the time in the morning to, to work on your business again, whether that's 10 minutes or two hours. OK, then the second question that I always ask my clients is how are you setting business hours during your week? And so, you know, for those who may have went to school, high school, high school or college, you know, your teacher or your professor had an allotted time where you could come and meet with them one on one. Right. So they blocked out that time every single week to meet with their students one-on-one, right? A lot of us, you know, you have specific time. So when you're in a meeting for your corporate job, you know, you're not, hopefully you're not on social media, but but you're not able to really multitask when you have certain times and deadlines for your corporate job, right? Well, we should set that same expectation when it comes to our business. I 
find it funny how we'll block out time for self-care. We'll block out time to with our family, you know, family fun days or whatever, if you have kids or, or, and I'm not saying whatever, like whatever to your family, (laughs) but you know, whatever the case is, right. We set aside time for self-care. We set aside time to kick it and to turn up, right. We set aside time to, you know, for ourselves or quiet time or whatever that looks like. But then when it comes to our business, everything else can interrupt our business, right? So we're working on our content for our business. And now we're scrolling on social media, looking at what everybody else is doing. Now we done call somebody on the phone. Now all of a sudden we got to talk to our friend about something that we've seen on social media, or we um, have people that call us and we answer our phones as if we're not doing anything, right? When we don't respect our own time, we can't expect for anyone else to. And so you have to set clear boundaries through setting clear business hours for that passionate or or side business in order for it to be taken seriously. And that time needs to be uninterrupted and, and you can't conform to it. Right. And so if you if my business hours, for example, are Tuesdays from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m., I don't have, and someone asked to meet with me at seven, that's going to be a no for me. I don't care what it is. Even when it comes to my clients, I talked about in a previous episode, you know, how to set boundaries with your clients. Again, I have set business hours and during those business hours, I do specific things, right? So maybe Mondays, you know, I am doing client work. So I'm meeting with clients. I'm working on the deliverables for my clients, um, whatever they need. That's my set aside time. So I'm, I committed that five to nine on a Monday to them, right? But then let's say Wednesday, you know, I'm committed to building my own content or building out my business or expanding it or whatever. And so if I have seven p.m. to 9 p.m. on Wednesdays to do that. If a client emails me, I'm not going to respond to them within that 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. time frame because that time is set aside for me to actually work in my business or whatever. You know, I have set that topic or or that priority for those business hours. Right. And so you want to set business hours and you want to set the intention for each time block that you have. So if you're able to work, you know, on your business three days a week, then the first day you need to say, these are my hours and this is what I work on. And this is what I don't work on during that time block. And the same thing for those other time blocks that you set throughout your week. And again, do not make it optional, make it mandatory, right? I think a lot of times, you know, again, I'm not in the business of hustling and bustling and wearing ourselves out, but I think a lot of times we have a lot more time than we think we do, right? And, and I think it's interesting, y'all not going to like this, but I think it's interesting how we can get on social media and observe other people's businesses more than we work on our own, right? And so it's easier to go on social media and to compare yourself to other people, to see what other people are doing, to save all these posts, to screenshot all these tips, right? Then it is to actually implement the tips within your own business, right? It's easier to talk about purpose and to put quotes and to repost than it is to actually walk in it, right? And so I want us to take the time to actually work in our business and work on our business through setting those clear business hours and setting those intentions within those business hours. And so at once we've kind of set aside our time, you know, I'm in the business again, that you can do both, that you can have a successful career and a successful business. And so I always ask my clients, how can you make your nine to five work for you? 
Right. So a lot of times, you know, we're just showing up to work, doing what's required, and then we're leaving, doing the minimum that's required. (laughs) And then we're leaving to focus on other things. But are you missing opportunities of how to make your nine to five work for your business? Now, I've already done a podcast episode on how to maximize your nine to five when you are underemployed. And so you want to go check that out. Um, It's, it's, I can't think of the um, the episode right now, but I will link it in the show notes once I post it so that you can go and listen to that episode. But I've talked about how to maximize your corporate, um, your corporate job, your corporate company um, when you feel like you're underemployed or regardless. So you definitely want to go check that out. But then there are also key takeaways for when you want to actually maximize your nine to five in regards to making it work for your business. Right. So the first one is very obvious. Obviously, when you are working a nine to five, most times you have a consistent stream of income. And of course, I'm going to ask you to use that income to fund your business. That's the that's really the one of the main reasons why I am always telling people, you know, I'm not in the business of just quitting your nine to five and jumping into full time entrepreneurship because I don't think people fully realize um, the implications of that. Right. You, you're losing your benefits. You're lo- losing consistent income streams, especially for those who have families and you have no savings or backup plans, like don't choose to live in poverty if you don't have to, right? A lot of times we want to, we're willing to take the the leap and go on the struggle bus when, when maybe we don't have to, right? We're just not thinking about how we can actually make it work for us. And we're not shifting our mindset to let our nine to five be a tool for our business rather than constantly seeing it as an enemy to our business, if that makes sense. And so you can use your nine to five to fund the business idea, right? I'm able to make pretty big investments in my, in the recent expansions and the recent initiatives that I'm working on within my business and on new businesses because I have a constant stream of income, right? And so right now, because I am investing in my business, you know, I may not be able to spend on myself or I of course have to make budget cuts elsewhere. But again, because I have that consistent stream, I can decide what I want to spend it on, right? I can I can decide and make that choice of what I want to invest in because I have that consistent stream of income coming in. And so when you have your nine to five, you can, of course, fund the fund the idea that you have. But then it also limits the risk. Right. So when you've put your all into a business idea. And let's say maybe it's going south. It's really hard to shift your business when you when when that is the sole kind of income stream, when that is the sole kind of vision that you have for your life. And so I always tell people, be passionate about your business, but also know that your business can change. Right. So, for example, let's say that. I, you know, I started, of course, the Rough Draft brand in 2017, right? So I've been trying different things with the with the Rough Draft brand. I've been trying, you know, the podcast, obviously, that I have now, the blog, different um, different services, and then I switched the services to my personal brand. And so I was able to kind of shift that without a whole lot of risk because, again, I always have my nine to five to kind of fall back on. And so I can actually see my business um, and, and be able to actually take the vision beyond without having the scarcity mindset. You know, when you depend on a business for your sole um, method of income, it's harder to really make changes within that business. Right. But when I have, when I'm not 
fully dependent on my business for income, then I'm able to kind of shift things around and make changes. Right. And so let's say that, you know, maybe this year I decide to retire the rough draft brand and to start something new. Right. I'm able to do that. Right. I'm able to take those risks within that side business until I get it right. Because again, I'm not depending on that for my sole method of income. So I think that there are um, rules to both. And I think that God sometimes calls us to both. Sometimes he calls us to be faithful in our nine to five and work on our business. And he gives us the grace and the time to do that. Sometimes he does tell us to take a leap of faith, right? And so again, I'm all for doing what God has actually called you to do. Um, But when you do have a nine to five, I'm talking through how you can actually make it um, work for the, the, the passions and the businesses that you, that you actually care about if you don't like your nine to five. Okay. So that was number one, to use your nine to five to fund your idea and to allow for the flexibility that comes um, with being able to take risk within your side business without solely being dependent on it for income. Um, then number two, of course, your nine to five, again, it provides the benefits and the pay so that you can cater to your business, right? So again, if you have a family, of course, health insurance, you have to think about the benefits and weigh the pros and cons to see, okay, if I take this leap and and not be in my nine to five, then again, you know, what are my benefits going to look like? Can I afford that? What is my savings plan? Things like that. And so again, something to think about. Um, Number three, you can allow your nine to five to give you credibility for your business. So I always use my personal example for this. Of course, you know, I work in healthcare as a project manager um, in project management. So I help lead projects and I always talk about how I bring that corporate expertise to the everyday entrepreneur and professional to help them with their career and business projects. Right. And so although I may be fairly new to having my own business, right? I have about seven years of experience working in project management. So I'm able to leverage that experience to give me credibility when I'm marketing marketing myself to potential clients. Because again, I've been doing this for several years, even if I'm fairly new to, to, to managing projects within my side business, if that makes sense. So let's say that maybe and, and this isn't just for to provide credibility for your business, but it also works if you're trying to think about a business idea, right? So let's say that maybe you're a secretary or you're an administrative assistant, right? And you're probably, you know, really discontent with your job. You're you're discontent with taking orders. You really like the organization piece of it. You really enjoy like being able to manage schedules and being able to keep people on track, but you just don't like maybe the environment that you work in or the pay that you get. And so you, you're in this secretarial position, but you're like, I don't, I want to start a business. I see these people starting businesses, but I don't feel like I have anything to offer because I'm quote unquote, just a secretary. Well, I would push back on that idea. And I would say there's actually perfect opportunity for you to be able to shift your career skills into a side business. You know, you have all these people starting businesses, but starting businesses take work and it takes resources. And a lot of solopreneurs are burnt out and stressed out because they don't have the help, right? They don't have someone to manage their schedule, to keep them organized, 
to help them with the work. And so I would encourage that secretary to see how can you pivot those those same skills that you're already doing in your corporate job to help business owners. Right. So maybe you could start a virtual assistant business or an administrative assistant business where you're helping business owners. You, you have your own business where you are helping business owners um, keep track and keep organized with their business. Right. This is just an example. Um, but again, you when you have a nine to five, when you've been working on the job five to 10 years, don't just think that that time is wasted. Right. There's something that you're doing that someone else needs. Right. And I, I, I'm in the belief that any skill can be marketed. Any skill can solve a problem. Um, and so and so, yeah, that's what I really like doing, especially within my power hour calls. Um, shameless plug there. I really enjoy um, taking what my, my clients do in their corporate jobs and showing them how they could turn it into a business. So if you need help with that, book a call with me while you can. OK, um, but but no, really, when you are working in your nine to five and you're gaining skills and tools and you're being observant and you're maximizing the experience that you can get, then, yes, it provides credibility for your business. And it also provides opportunities to um, expand your skill set into a business. So, again, don't just think that you're nine to five. You're just doing things that you don't like to do. Start picking out the things that you do like to do and then think through how you can market it to help um, solve the problem that you feel you're called to solve. So that's number three. Then when it comes to number four, again, um, as I kind of mentioned, you know, you can always pivot yourself. Right. And so this is why I'm always so big on the whole nine to five preneurs concept where you can excel in your career um, and you can maximize your impact in your job. And so let's say for those of you who maybe don't want to start a business, but maybe you just really want to establish yourself as an expert in your field, you know, so maybe you are a, a black woman in tech, right? And you want to bring more awareness to um, how black women can, can join the tech field, how they can grow in the tech field. Maybe you want to create a community for other black women in tech. So maybe you don't want to start a business, but you want to establish yourself as a leader in your um, professional career or in that industry. Or maybe you want to create a community um, to, see, to meet or, or to meet different people within that industry, right? Then again, you can use your nine to five. Again, you may not be starting a business, but how can you start talking and bringing more awareness to what you do in your nine to five, right? So instead of just reposting what everyone else is doing on social media, you can start doing a day in the life and showing how you are, you know, uh, how you are operating in, in the tech industry on a daily basis. You can start using hashtags to connect with other black women in tech and start having meetups. You know, you can start writing out articles on LinkedIn to establish yourself as an expert in the tech field and people on LinkedIn would, would love, right? They, they would love to connect with black women in tech. There's this whole thing of amplifying black voices, uh, you know, due to all the stuff that, that's happening. And so utilize that, use that to your advantage. And I'm not just talking, I mean, of course I'm, I'm black, so I want to amplify black voices, but what, whatever it is, whatever makes you different, again, how can you partner what makes you different in your expertise together to establish yourself 
yourself as an expert in your field, right? So maybe that is sharing what you know and sharing your experiences on LinkedIn and connecting with other people, right? Because what happens is uh, uh, we're, we're honestly moving into an era where everyone is going to have a personal or professional brand in some sense, right? Now, I'm all for, you know, doing resumes and doing cover letters, but nothing um, trumps being able to do in-person networking, being able to simply say, okay, I have this job and I know who can fill it because I've been able to see their work and see their um, knowledge and see their expertise through something that I found on social media, right? That's honestly, I I honestly think that we're going to get to a point where that trumps um, applying online uh, with resumes and cover letters to, to jobs on basic job boards. I really do think that we're getting to that point because everyone is having their own personal brand and professional brand. So how can you jump? Um, how can you jump and get in front of that by establishing your own? Well, I've talked about this, um, you know, in my professional branding episode this past season, um, in the season, but again, you know, how can you utilize LinkedIn? You may not have to start a full website. Also, I, although I think that everyone should have their own website and should have their their own portfolio. You know, you can start by, again, just sharing what you know on social media, connecting with people, um, creating communities. You know, maybe if you find five people who are also Black women in tech, y'all can schedule a meetup and share what you know and share, you know, what you like and don't like about your companies. That way, if your friend is hiring, they'll be able to reach out to that same group, right? And say, hey, we have this position, send me your resume and I'll put in a good word for you, right? But you couldn't do that if you didn't make that connection, right? So again, make your nine to five work with you by establishing yourself, by taking what you do seriously in your nine to five and establishing yourself as an expert in that thing. Right. And and connecting with other people who do the same thing. Right. And so, yeah, I, I would say that those are really the top four ways that you can make your nine to five work for your business. And then again, in the in the beginning of this episode, I talked about how you can make time for your business. And so I always say this, you know, if you feel like you're frustrated because you don't have enough time or you're not doing enough, you're probably comparing yourself to people who are doing it full time. And if you are, you need to stop. Okay. I, as much as hard as it is, I cannot compare myself to people who do what I do full time. I just can't because I don't have the time that they have today. And that's okay. How can I maximize the time that I do have, right? How can I make sure that even though I can't post every single day, when I do post, it's beneficial to my audience, right? Um, When I do put out a podcast episode, sometimes I may miss a week, you know, and that's okay. When I do put it out, how can I make sure that what I put out is excellent? Right now, I'm all for consistency. I'm all for planning ahead. And that's an area that I'm growing in personally. Again, switching my time to make sure that I'm planning ahead and being consistent in my content, you know. But again, you know, how can you maximize that experience? How can you maximize your client experience? Right. You may only be able to work with one or two people as opposed to someone else being able to work with an entire group of people. Right. But how can you maximize that experience for the people that you do work with? Right. And so do not compare your 
yourself to people in your field who do what you do full time because they're two. These are two different, um, you know, fields that y'all are playing in. Use it to inspire you, but don't but don't use it as a measuring stick to to determine your performance, right? And even if you have other people that are working in a nine to five and are doing more than what you do, again, you have your schedule; they have their schedule, right? So, um, so yeah, that's all that I would say. You know, know that you are doing great, and the fact that you are managing both is a lot to say for itself because the majority of people, regardless of what you think on social media, don't do that, right? And so how can you maximize your time? How can you make your nine to five work for your business? And how can you establish yourself as an expert in what you do? So I love y'all. I hope y'all have an amazing week and I'll talk to y'all next time. Thanks for joining us this week on My Rough Draft Podcast. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore Melanie Christina and be sure to subscribe to this show so you don't miss any new episodes. Now, do me a favor and please leave us a five-star rating and review so we can continue to get the word out to other listeners around the world. Also, be sure to head to the roughdraftcollective.com where you can access our online blog, free resources, our one-on-one services, and more. Thanks again for listening and I'll see y'all next week. Bye.